Hello and welcome to the Sister Sista podcast, a guide for young women coming into their own and for the women still trying to figure it out. I'm your host, Trudy. I'm a stay-at-home mom who's building a community for women to uplift each other and feel connected by similar life experiences. We're talking about love, lifestyle, health, relationships, current events, and so much more. So get comfy and listen in. Welcome back to another episode of the Sister Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Trudy, and thank you so much for being here. I know it's been a while. I hope you have been doing well. I just took some time away to focus on myself, to focus on family, and some other projects that I've been working on, but I'm back and I'm feeling really good. And I want to talk about losing yourself in motherhood and how to find your identity again when you've been either stuck at home or just feeling like you're kind of stuck in a rut and questioning who am I outside of the realm of motherhood. Um, Now the closest time in my life where I probably felt that lost was probably when I was a teenager. Um, It's like you're going through an identity crisis, figuring out who you are, maybe what you like, what you don't like. It's just a stage of like exploration. Um, And I feel like in motherhood, it was kind of similar to that, kind of figuring out, okay, what do I like? What do I not like? I'm in a lot of trial and error. And I felt like when I was on kind of that journey and that path of trying to identify, figure out who I am um, in motherhood or outside of motherhood, actually, um, it was kind of, a lot of trial and error and asking myself a lot of questions and being really honest um, with myself and with you know my support systems and my community so um, fast forward I want to get into you know what I did how I felt all that kind of stuff um, so becoming a mom um, specifically for me being a stay-at-home mom um, I was initially you know just taking care of a newborn Um, and saying, you know, this is going to be my focus, taking care of a newborn. And that's like, you have blinders on and you're only focused on your newborn. And I told myself, you know, I'll circle back around. I'll come back and I'll be able to take care of myself. Um, And I mean, days went by, weeks went by, probably like a number of months went by until I said, okay, Trudy, you need to start to take care of yourself for one. And you need to figure out what else you like outside of, you know, feeding, burping, changing a baby and kind of being in the household, taking care of a household 24-7. Like your life can't just revolve around your your child. Um, So I had to come to that realization and be really honest with myself that like when my child grows up, they have their own life, their own friends. I don't want to be... Um, kind of questioning myself like what do I do now because I don't have any interests I don't have any hobbies I don't know what I like I'm just so used to being a stay-at-home mom I'm so used to just being at home and taking care of my child and they are my everything they are my whole entire life and I'm not taking away from you know having that feeling and loving your child but I didn't want to wait until you know my child's a teenager and it's important to try and explore what else you want to do and I know that there's a number there are a number of things that you have to kind of put into place and again as I said like trial and error um to get to that point where you feel like you have other interests um you have a support system you have a network you have 
you know, self-care, all of those things put together gives you that outlet and gives you um, another, as I said, like hat and another identity of I'm not just a mom, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm not just um, a mom, I enjoy you know, Pilates, I enjoy going for runs, I run competitively, I love to go hiking, I love to swim, I love to do artwork. So there's so many different avenues, hobbies, interests that we can do or that we can have, um, businesses that we can do or have. Um, and I think it's important to explore those options, um, even though we're still in the capacity of being of being a mom, like we shouldn't put you know, our dreams or passions on hold and say that we're going to circle back around. So I started when my child um, was young and I basically, I had to step out of my comfort zone um, to figure out like, who am I outside of motherhood? Who am I outside of not working because I am a stay-at-home mom now? So before motherhood, I was, you know, a working professional. So, you know, that part of my life also ended um and now again just being at home i had to realize okay that part is gone i'm a mom now but what else do i have so i don't i'm not going to be going back to work but what else um is there so the first thing was finding out my passions my interests figuring out what i like um either going back to stuff that i liked when i was younger um fitness i was a runner i love to do running and just staying physically active was always fun and interesting for me um, but I also wanted to venture out into different things and explore different things and hobbies um, gardening being a little bit more creative and artistic I think that's really important to see if you can find like what hobbies that do you like that's not involving your kids I would definitely encourage you to kind of just dig into it just a little bit more maybe go down the rabbit hole do some research and look into your community and see if there's any courses, some YouTube videos that you could watch and see, is this something that I want to look into? Am I really interested in it? Um, and that could be something that you're doing in your off time. It's not in the capacity of being a mom. So finding new interests and new hobbies, passions, previously uh, previous hobbies that you liked and that you kind of let go of, you might be able to rekindle those hobbies and see, hey, do I still like this? Um, the next thing that I did was, and this is kind of tough, is stepping outside of my shell. I can be an extroverted person, but I do like to keep to myself. So going out and finding new mom friends has been interesting because, I mean, you have to step outside of your comfort zone. You have to talk. You have to converse. You have to find similar interests. If it's your child going to play dates or meeting for coffee or meeting for brunch, doing something that doesn't involve your children or even just um, cultivating that network of moms within your community, other mom friends, um, and also not to f don't forget about the friends that you had before you had children. Um, going and rekindling those relationships like it takes to I know I talked about on previous episodes about friendships, but it it does. It takes the person who's now a mom and your and and the other friend. You have to come together and figure out what works best uh, for both of you. But it will take that extra effort of understanding both of your schedules that things are different, but still maintaining that open communication. If it's doing Zoom calls, a little bit more planning. Um, to see how both schedules can work and not neglecting that relationship and really cultivating and nourishing 
that friendship. The same thing goes with family. Um, they can be calling you and checking up on you, but it also takes effort for you to return those text messages, return those calls, um, just making sure that you still, you don't isolate yourself, right? That you're able to still have a community, to still have that network of support around you because you're going to need that. You're going to need people that you can either talk to, if it's also like a therapist, people within your community, your family, friends, and building new relationships um, is really important to have those people that you can go to and kind of find solace in people that don't have kids, people that do have kids, um, and just really always continuously really making sure that you nurture those relationships, that you put effort into those relationships, that is not one-sided, um, and just having that good and strong support network around you um, can help you identify yourself outside um, of just being of just being a mom. Um, having the support team and being very intentional um, about the time that you spend with people, I mean, what you're doing, all that kind of stuff can really be a huge impact on um, finding your identity outside of motherhood um, and just making sure that it's, you know, it's still like positive and it's positive and, um, you know, it's, it's worth your time. So, the next thing I want to talk about that kind of leads into that is um, building self-care routines. I know that like hearing self-care, it's like the term is just overused. Um, and I feel like I hear it so much now on so social media, but I think we're starting to dive deeper into what self-care looks like. And it can look very different for, you know, for everyone. Um, but it is more than just taking you know, bubble baths and lighting a candle because you have to be really um, very much intentional about your self-care and it's not always going to make you super happy to do everything in self-care. If that comes to, comes to um, managing your finances, if it comes to having strict boundaries, um, if it comes to basically sometimes telling yourself no, telling others no, and um, that's all a part of self-care thinking about where do I want to be? Who Who is the person that I want to become? I want to become a better person. How do I achieve that? So I think having those self-care routines within motherhood is also giving you that opportunity to say, like, who do I want to become? I want to be able to have, you know, ease through, through motherhood. So I'm going to need to implement more schedules, more routines, more boundaries. Um, I want to be able to um, be more physically fit or have mentally have better mental wellness, have better physical wellness. Um, so stuff like that, I think is a part of having like really good self-care routines and it's work that we have to continuously put in setting boundaries with people. Again, it's work that we continuously have to, um, put in to make sure that we're able to identify ourselves outside of motherhood that we're able to um, say no sometimes and by saying no sometimes it's basically making sure that we're not like neglecting ourselves that we're able to prioritize ourselves prioritize our wellness prioritize the rituals that we're trying to put into place and setting those boundaries like it's not a bad thing you're not a mean person but you have to also keep in mind like we're modeling a lot for our children too so if we're constantly neglecting ourselves 
putting ourselves on the back burner like what I was doing, saying, I'm going to circle back around and I'm going to circle back around. If I never took a pause, I probably would still be circling back around a year later and constantly telling myself, okay, eventually I'll get to taking care of me. And that wouldn't be setting a great example for my child to just put yourself on the back burner and focus solely on someone else. Yes, in the newborn stage, you need to be able to have those moments and that bonding with your child. But I'm telling you, the newborn stage goes by like so fast like that. Um, And you do have those moments. There will be a time where you feel like, okay, I'm back on my feet. I'm feeling a little bit better, but you're starting to feel like kind of scrambled and, and lost. And that's where that moment, which I think eventually we all feel and kind of know, like there needs to be more to this. I need more. You might be craving more other than sometimes being with your child all the time. So um, having that boundary and not just not neglecting yourself um, is going to be really key in making sure that you're able to take the time for yourself, reach out to your community and say, hey, can you help me out with this? I'm going to this class. I'm taking some time away. I'm taking some rest. Um, really imperative to have those discussions and again, hard conversations, which I always, always um, advocate for is having tough conversations in motherhood, um, talking about like what you need, what you personally need and what you need to be a better mom. So because you're taking that time away to figure out what your interests are, that doesn't detract or take away from you being a great mother. It doesn't say, it doesn't mean that you're terrible because you just want to focus only only, only on yourself or that you're selfish. Um, I think it's great to model that, hey, mom has interests. Hey, mom is actually really cool because she loves to play football or soccer. Or she's a part of this club. Um, you know, she does this competitively. She writes, she does poems, she does acting. So it's like you have your interests and your child has their interests. And I think it just, it benefits your household benefits your lifestyle it's great for your wellness um your overall wellness um and i think it does happen to a lot of moms where they get to a point if it's not like the newborn stage if it's not a year toddler years childhood when your child's a teen where they eventually leave the home i mean you have some moms who are stay-at-home moms for 10 years and then when their children are gone they're at that point where they're wondering okay what do i do what do i do next is there any more to Um, who I am other than just like packing lunches and taking care of the home Um, so that I think is important to look for those outlets within your community building up your your network of family friends if you need a therapist someone to talk to um, that's not you know family related or have that type of relationship finding something that sparks interest, like your a, hob- a new hobby, a new interest, a new hobby or interest. Um, so I think those were like the key key points in um, getting out of the feeling of being lost in motherhood, um, remembering your your self care. I think those are like the three biggest things that I've done and that have really kind of changed and pivoted who I am in motherhood and I don't feel 
as guilty when I'm doing something for myself. Um, and I just generally day to day feel, feel great. Honestly, going through day to day, you don't have those feelings of resentment. You don't have those feelings of who am I outside of, of being a mom. You might want to ask yourself that question. What is it that I like? What is it that I would like to do? If I had free time, would I be wondering, hmm, what is my, what is my kid doing? Or I'm going to go try out uh, this new, I don't know, this new exercise. I'm going to go to this new step class. I'm going to go to this new dance class. I'm going to go make candles. Like, you know, like you have, <clears throat> you have something that you're super interested in and enthusiastic about and like, you're like, you're ready to go for it. So ask yourself that question. What are your interests? What are your hobbies outside of motherhood? Do I only identify just as a mom or do I feel like there's more to me than than being a mom? What else am I outside the the realm of motherhood? And I think being in my second year, this is probably the best that I felt in a really, in a long time. I mean, even before becoming a mom, um, it's just the confidence, the security in who I am as a person because I really took the time out to ask myself um, to gain my assertiveness, to put down my boundaries and stick to my boundaries. And yes, sometimes you got to pivot and change. I think it's great to go in and see if, you know, do I have that support system? Do I have, have I been cultivating the, the my friendships? Have I been trying to go out into my community and talk to other moms and make other relationships and, and connect with new people? And what are my interests? What are my hobbies? Um, and what are my self-care rituals? What can I do for myself? Helps me get through the challenges of motherhood, mentally, physically, spiritually, asking myself from all those different aspects and in self-care, what can I do for myself on a regular basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, and how can my support system help, help me do that? Um, so that is it for finding me in motherhood. It took a while, but I'm here and I'm feeling great. And I hope that this reaches, you know, the right person at the right time. If you're at that stage of asking yourself, who am I outside of this realm of motherhood? Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Sister Sister podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and share with a friend. Want to be more social? Give us a follow on Instagram at Sister Sister Podcast. Can't wait to catch up with you in the next episode.